Thanks for listening. I'm Lucy Stockett, and I am excited to help highlight these personal stories. It allows us to foster an environment where airmen can tell their stories in their own voice to build shared understanding, support, and collaboration. I'll start with some background on myself because understanding the community someone has been immersed is important to understanding perceptions. I joined the Air Force at the age of 17 as a boom operator. After technical training school, I was assigned to Travis Air Force Base to fly on the KC-10. Upon arriving to my unit, I immediately realized that I was one of three enlisted female flyers assigned to this aircrew position. Being so young, I never truly understood the significance of representation. It wasn't until I started going TDY and deploying that I began to realize how few people in my career field shared my background and identity. I was a female, I was enlisted, and I was Hispanic. Throughout my entire flying career, I always felt different and very much alone. It's my hope that my story will make others feel heard, less alone, and know that they can succeed despite prejudices that still remain. Being able to relate to someone on the crew was very difficult in a male-dominated airplane. For years, I tolerated behavior around me that most would chalk it up to locker room talk. I had to learn to grow thick skin and let comments, sometimes sexist comments, not affect me as I continued to focus on doing my job to the highest level possible. Because I represented minority groups, I decided that the only way to help make change was to do my job better than anyone else and to try and promote the highest rank possible so that I could have a voice. My journey wasn't easy. However, I did have a clear vector in my mind. I knew the only road to Broughton representation was high performance and merit. Coming out of initial boom operator training, I received distinguished graduate and my first excellent qualification or EQ. That excitement was short-lived when I overheard a peer state that the only reason I received an EQ was because I had breasts. I will never forget that day. But instead of making me mad, it just reaffirmed my drive. 10 years later, I find myself at a professional pinnacle of our community, the standards and evaluation shop, after my tour as a superintendent of the formal training unit. Most would think that Stanavel is some sort of arriving but I found myself seeking more. The only way to gain greater fulfillment was to do something new, to embark on a different challenge. At this point, I decided to volunteer to be a military training instructor. That decision in itself was frowned upon by my community, but fortunately, after an AMC waiver and the help of a great chief, I was released to go. Upon arrival to Lackland Air Force Base, I realized I wasn't the only female and I wasn't the only Hispanic, but I was the only aircrew member in the entire MTI Corps. I was the first female boom operator to have ever volunteered to be an MTI. For the second time in my career, I once again felt completely alone, a sort of unicorn of some sorts in my sex, ethnicity, background, and career field. I spent hours talking about how great my experience as an MTI was, so I won't bore you with that. But I will say this, the training I received as an air crew member and the grit I had practiced in that environment for years set me up for success. After my tour as an MTI, I returned to Travis Air Force Base 
as the boom operator superintendent of the 6th Air Refueling Squadron. Upon arrival, I realized that there were now more women in the squadron and more minorities. I was a senior master sergeant select and things were looking great. I said to myself, what can go wrong? Well, sometimes we shouldn't speak too loudly. What followed was a series of medical issues that rendered me deniff for over a year. I was facing a medical board, loss of pay, and inability to cross train as a senior. And surprise, surprise, I found myself uniquely alone again, a unicorn for better or worse. However, if you've been listening to anything I've been saying since the beginning, you know Lucy doesn't go down without a fight. Even though I couldn't fly for a while, I threw every ounce of my effort into my airmen and my non-flying squadron job. During this time, I was humbled to receive the highest Air Force level award bestowed to an enlisted member, the 12 Outstanding Airmen of the Year Award. My boom operator section also earned the highest Air Force level award given to an air refueling unit, the Albert L. Evans Trophy. Fortunately, my medical issues were resolved and I got back to flying, which brings me to where I am today. I am currently working as a senior enlisted advisor to the Director of Legislative Affairs for the Secretary of the Air Force. I know that's a mouthful and has nothing to do with flying, but please let me explain. Two years ago, I was selected for an enlisted Air Force Legislative Fellowship to work for a member of Congress on Capitol Hill as their Department of Defense Fellow. I would advise my congressman on legislative affairs concerning the Department of Defense. This fellowship is very selective and only three enlisted personnel got selected at the time. And in keeping with the theme of my career, yet again, I am the first enlisted air crew member this program has ever seen. But now I don't see myself as a unicorn. I have come to realize that this journey is not just for me, but for others as well. I made Chief Master Sergeant for the first time I competed in my career field. I say this not to brag, but to bring and drive home a point. At the age of 17, I started this journey with no representation and no mentorship. You couldn't find a female enlisted flyer to save your life, let alone a chief. Now I have the pleasure of knowing two other active duty female chiefs in the KC-135 community. I am more than certain there are many more coming right behind us. As you progress through your career, especially as a minority, when you make it through the door for the first time, do your best to hold the door open for those who follow. Even though this number is still small, I have hopes that our female enlisted aircrew community will continue to grow, not only in numbers, but in experiences as well. I strongly believe that I am where I am right now because I was able to take risks, explore other special duties outside of my flying aircrew comfort, and channel my frustration from stereotypes and prejudice into a resilient drive. I use this drive to demonstrate the highest caliber of performance in our underrepresented airmen, the aircrew community, and all AMC communities of the future need to have representation closer to that of our society, diversity in jobs and experiences, and know that even when obstacles pile up, they can achieve anything at the highest levels in our organization. Moreover, what makes them unique unicorns in their own communities makes them valuable assets that strengthen the fabric of our airman-led Air Force. I am just simply honored that I am here to help mold and encourage the enlisted aircrew members of tomorrow.